Welcome back. Now, in the fourth quarter, 169,000 jobs were added to the economy. However, the number of unemployed persons increased by 28,000 during the period, while discouraged work seekers decreased by 151,000. Now, Kevin Links, the chief economist at Stand Up, joins us with greater perspective on what this mixed bag says about the outlook for labor markets moving forward. Now, Kevin, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. Pleasure. All right, Kevin, they say uh, unemployment has fallen by 0.2%. Is this something to write home about? It's encouraging, right? So, so my concern going into the quarter was that the electricity outages, the increased electricity outages, would result in companies scaling back on employment. If you look at um, the last quarter of the year, I think pretty much every single day we had load shedding. And so... You, you run the risk that more companies fail. You run the risk that business decides we can't cope. We have to cut costs. And one of those costs could well be the, in the labor market. So, so there was a worry going into this data that the unemployment rate would get worse and that we'd see a, a decline in the number of people employed. And that didn't happen. Yes, the unemployment rate improved only marginally. Uh, and we only added 160 odd thousand jobs. But... I think given the economic growth rate, the weak growth rate, given the electricity, it's not a bad outcome. Now let's talk about the number of people, Kevin, who are then um, now economically inactive and also discouraged workers, because that also is a different dynamic. Um, and that's also a number that we should be looking at. That's right. So in the past, we've seen those numbers uh, increase quite substantially as people became obviously discouraged and during the COVID um, era, those numbers increased very, very dramatically. And, and we suspect there may have been some distortion to the data in terms of how the information was collected. Mm -hmm. But as the economy has opened up, um, the, the employment numbers generally have got better. You can see a systematic uh, hiring back of individuals, which I think is very encouraging. Mm -hmm. Yes, it hasn't been a complete improvement in terms of the labor market, and we've still got significant challenges, uh, especially amongst youth unemployment. But I think that for the most part, business has recovered, and, and along with that, the employment numbers mm -hmm. have mostly in recovered, and we've seen systematically a reduction in discouraged workers, and, and we saw that again here where more people were actively uh, moving into, into full-time employment, particularly in the formal sector. Another interesting one here, Kevin, you know, financial services continues to be the star. Um, you know, I think even with GDP data, we see the sector really um, pulling through for the country. So let's talk about where exactly this employment was created. Very keen also to zoom in on what private households means in terms of employment. So yes, so financial services are obviously a critical area of employment, it's a big part of this economy, and it's been it's been one of the better performing uh, sectors within South Africa, and so you've systematically seen an expansion of a of a wide range of financial services. It's it's not just within the banks; it's it's much broader than that, and obviously uh, that sector has been able to systematically increase uh, the number of people they employ over over a number of years. That doesn't mean that it's exceptionally vibrant because mm -hmm. ultimately 
in order for financial services to do well, you need a broader economy. But it's one of the more resilient areas in South Africa. And you can contrast that, say it's something like construction or if you look within the report, you saw uh, the employment of people with technical skills. That number went down. So those areas, the productive part, the manufacturing, construction, those areas tend to be the weaker component and the services part of this economy tends to do better. Also, because it was the fourth quarter of the year and these numbers are not seasonally adjusted, there was a little bit of a seasonal pickup in, say, retail trade at the end of the year. We do tend to have more individuals working in shops and shopping centers and entertainment environments. And, and that no doubt contributed to, to the overall number. So, so from my perspective, um, there's an element of seasonality to this, but gee, we'll take it. In terms of households, um, that sector got decimated during COVID. That really refers to people working as domestic workers or working in individual um, households as gardeners or a range of different services that got decimated during COVID, but it's systematically as uh, COVID has, has disappeared, those numbers have systematically improved. They're not back to where they have been previously. There's some debate about whether minimum wages are having an effect. I don't think it's that significant. I do think that sector will continue to recover. Okay, well, let's talk about just jobs as a whole, means or an end, you know, um, especially South Africa's growth prospects, which continue to dwindle, um, you know, right before our eyes. Load shedding also remains a factor that we'll um, have to keep watching. What are we expecting the outlook to be? So what the labor market tells us is there's a resilience. There's a resilience in, in employment, and that's, that's good. I don't think... We can anticipate that during the course of this year that we're going to be adding substantial jobs. That's very unlikely. We're not expanding in terms of fixed investment. There are a couple of sectors really related to solar investment, etc. Those areas will pick up a bit. But in total, uh, I don't think we're going to see su substantial increase in employment. But importantly, what the data has been telling us over the last couple of quarters is that despite the load shedding, despite the electricity, despite the weak confidence, companies are not scaling back on a large scale their employment base. And I think that's got to do with companies recognizing that skills are difficult to come by. You don't simply want to reduce your staff and then find that you've got a better environment and try and hire those people back. Also, we're aware that if companies cut staff further, they run the risk of closing down part of their business. So, so to me, the data importantly is telling me there's resilience in our labor market. That would suggest that we could eke out positive growth for this year. The national treasury has 0.9%. I think that's the order of growth. That would suggest that the labor market holds on at the current level but unfortunately, we're not at the point of expanding employment yet. Well, Kevin, always a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much for working through those numbers with us. That was Stanlip's Chief Economist, Kevin Lings.